Yeah, why would people care what kind of knife you have if there's people out there doing drugs? I mean, I think the law would be much more concerned with that. People <laughs> putting things in their own bodies over <laughs> what kind of knife you carry. Oh, no. I mean, I look at it as you have a concealed carry, so you're authorized to conceal and carry a weapon. Oh, that applies to knives as well as guns. So you mm-hmm. could, ha- could you have like a, um, what do you call it, a switchblade? Yeah, technically. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's... People get in trouble when they're carrying knives and stuff like that. I mean, the that whole, like, width of the hand rule, that only applies to people who don't have a conceal and carry because I could, I could carry a straight blade if I can conceal it. Oh, so you so. can't just wear it on your hip. No, because it's not concealed, so... Yeah. That's what Chronic went to jail for. He was wearing a jacket, and he had one on his hip, and he was coming out of his van. Like there, They had like a trailer they were traveling in, and he walked out of it, and the cop saw his knife or whatever through his jacket and pretty much, like I guess, threw him to the ground or something and ended up taking him to jail. Uh, I guess I could understand that. But he's coming out of, you know, he's coming out of a house pretty much. You know, it's a domicile. Yeah, I, I don't think that that was legitimate. I think that the cops were biased because he's a traveling kid. I don't know. There could have been other things going on with that situation. Maybe they got, you know, some off-the-wall reports and whatnot. Could be. I mean, I know Chronic is always drunk, so there's that. Just like Tim. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the truth, too. I don't know what's going on with him. He's been MIA for the past few hours. Last I heard, he was really drunk. Well, I went in his room and drug my nuts across his face, and uh, he didn't wake up, so. Oh, you did? Yep. Okay. Oh, well. He'll smell it when he wakes up, I'm sure. Well, I mean, he's breathing, so I was just checking for a pulse to make sure his body's still warm. Yeah, he's going to wake up and wipe the cheese off. <laughs> With his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Licking it all up. Oh, Lizard fuck. <laughs> oh, we love Tim, though. Tim, he's not going to listen to it. Never mind. <laughs> It'd be funny. This would be the one time. Yeah. It's like, I heard you guys talking about me. I listen to your podcast all the time. You guys are talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I only listen to the podcasts that I that I do when I do them. As I do them, I don't listen to them. I already remember what I said, you know. So, so about the topic that you wanted to talk about tonight. Oh, how podcast listeners are much better than radio listeners. That's it's interesting. Uh, interesting point because. You got to go through some bullshit to download a podcast, All right? You got to go online. You got to put it on your device, carry it with you, plug it into your car speakers or put your headphones in while you're at the gym, whatever. But you got to download this shit, right? Put it on your device and then listen to it later, you know? So the people that go through the trouble of listening to it obviously are dedicated to the content, which is really awesome. So... I think that it's a better quality of listeners. You know, you got people that listen to the radio, like Howard Stern or whatever. Well, that that was going to be my point. Like, all right, so since I since I've been unemployed until I got this job for like a month and a half or so, like I couldn't pay my cell phone bill, so mm-hmm. it got shut off earlier this week. No big deal, whatever. Except for the fact that now I'm strictly stuck listening to the radio when I drive. Huh. Yeah, and I, I fucking hate with a fucking passion morning talk shows man 
so like energetic. It's too early for that shit. It, it's not even that. Like, well, actually, no. It is pretty much that. Look, at four four thirty ish in the morning, when I'm heading down four twenty nine to get on the turnpike and go wherever I'm going, I just want to listen to music and get in a zone and drive. But then all of a sudden, I have these people coming on. Like, um, what's the dumbest shit I recently heard? They have this thing called um second date update. Second date update. Yeah. And basically the way it works is somebody calls in and they're like, hey, I met this chick or met this dude or whatever, went on this date, and I never got a call back. I don't know what happened. So then they go and call that person and try and convince that person to go on a second date with that individual after they figured out why they never called them back, and they'll pay for it if they agree to. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's great and all that if it was like, 10 in the morning and I'm ready to deal with people's bullshit, not at fucking 4.30 in the morning when I I don't even want to deal with my own bullshit. <laughs> You're starting the day off with drama already. It's like, I can't even get a date and these people are going on second dates? Fuck you. Dude, like, um... Oh, man. The the craziest one I heard was um this, this dude had joint custody of his dog with his ex, right? And the chick that he went on a date, she was like, yeah, he was great and all that. The only thing that threw me off was that he had joint custody of his dog. And at first I didn't get her point. And then all of a sudden she was like, well, he has to drive like five and a half hours every other weekend to go pick this dog up. Wow. And I'm like, okay, you know, I I would do that for Jack maybe. But then I started thinking about it and she's like, it's just an excuse for him to still see his ex. I'm like, well, it depends on how long they had the dog. But apparently him and his ex were only together for like six, seven months or so and they had the dog. And I'm like, all right, that's that's not long enough to be doing this. You're obviously still got some hangups and shit. But um, the dude loses his shit on the air because he doesn't understand that it's about his ex and him seeing her. He takes it as she hates dogs. Oh, wow. And so he loses his shit over the radio because they're on the line when they call that other person. And they hear everything and then they jump in. And I'm sitting here, like, I'm, I'm, I'm at a traffic light while this is going on. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding. This, this is what America's come to. This. That, and then one of the country stations did a remix of, um, the song's called, uh, or I think it's called, uh, I Named the Dogs or whatever. But they made a remix. <laughs> it's called Don't Eat the Pods. What? <laughs> Don't Eat oh, the Pods. Oh, it. <laughs> fucking Tide Pods, man. <laughs> I hate all the... And and now they're coming out on the news saying that people are actually trying, like they're taking pictures of biting into Tide Pods and stuff, and because the chemicals in there are so bad that these people are getting really sick and sometimes dying just for a fucking meme. That's ridiculous. People are dumb. You know, and that's why I finally have uh, have become okay with our generation because I realized that <laughs> natural selection. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. Maybe we have a chance if all the dumb ones keep eating Tide Pods. <laughs> I'll I'll give about thirty percent of our generation makes it to C forty. Well, uh, then the herd out a little bit more resources for us in the long run. Well, you know how I believe in population control because yeah, we're we're just sucking this planet dry. Well, but at the same time, I don't give a damn about this planet because it's you know that's a little hypocritical. Mostly, I think what in, you know, I I can't argue with you on that. It's just the fact that I hate people 
but I don't give a fuck about the planet. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck as in like, I just want to cut down all the trees and build up and stuff like that. I just like, it doesn't matter to me either way, unless, you know, some kind of nuclear war happens, then okay, obviously, because that's going to directly affect my existence and those I care about. But as I'm concerned right now, we keep going on the path we are. We're going to be dead way before this whole thing burns out. Is that why you hate people and the world? Because we're going on a certain path? No, people are just shit. Like, how do I explain it? All right, like, um, I, w- I was listening to, uh, well, I was forcibly listening to a talk show today because I couldn't find any clear channel with music. But, um, satellite radio, bro. Because I can do that in, yeah, tell, in the company truck, right? Tell them to put it in. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do that. This is Rob's truck, too. Like, yeah. I want to find out. Well, it don't matter right now. I don't have service. But when I get service, I want to figure out how he, he hooked his phone to the radio. Yeah. Because I don't know if he used an aux cord or not. But anyway. Maybe it's one of those like uh, AM receiver cords that you plug it in and it sends the yeah, short wave to the antenna. Um, But correct What's the difference between a fraternity and a sorority? One's for dudes, one's for chicks. Okay, right? That That's an established fact, right? I mean, yeah. In Yale, knowledge. the male population is now fighting for their newest cause. Females should be allowed in fraternities. Okay, that is a blowback reaction to what's going on in colleges these days. With the whole gender, um, oh yeah, and it's and um, what are they called? Um, gender neutral or some shit like that. Like neutrality, that's yeah, something like that. But when I say I hate people, I don't like. I think these people are doing it just to be. They're trolling. They're trolling yeah. on that. They're making this huge ass movement, but they're just fucking with people. They're throwing their two cents into the shit show. I I generally don't mind people and i don't have any disdain towards you know uh, the general population but when it comes to our generation those are the people that i fucking hate because yeah. our generation has ruined so fucking much well what about the uh, like fucking neo hippies that are composting and driving green cars and shit what about those people? And they're moving in the right direction, pushing solar energy and furthering the world, going to college to get degrees, to research new sustainable forms of energy and engineering degrees. That's yeah. great. That That is absolutely great. Don't lecture me on how, you know, whatever vehicle that I'm currently driving at the time is killing the environment and blah, 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 because you've made your choice, and that's fine. I completely support that. But if I want to go out and drive a V8 muscle car... That's my choice. So you're part of the problem that you're talking about, about people doing terrible things. I'm not saying that you're in the wrong or anything. I'm saying maybe muscle cars should start to move towards having the same amount of power and also being cleaner energy. But as a consumer and and, and buying these things and buying into that, you're turning around and saying that you don't like people for what they're doing to the world and how we're sucking it dry. Yes and no. I'm not saying that our generation is destroying the planet. What I'm saying is our generation is destroying itself because of the dumb shit that we're doing. I mean, look 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 at the things that have come out in our generation. 
you know, fucking vaping for one. If <laughs> no, 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 just just hear me out. I'm on the new the new um, facts that have been researched and everything that's coming out. Scientists have come out and stated that they don't even know the long term effects that vaping is going to have on bodies, nope. but it could potentially be more harmful than cigarettes. Potentially. But what's our generation doing? They're, oh, they're sucking it like the hookers yeah. out on OBT. Fidget spinners. Huh. Want to buy one? I got plenty. No, I don't want to buy no fucking fidget spinner. My problem with our generation is because I, we, we have small groups out there, like, you know, your neo-hippies and stuff like that, that are, you know, pushing in the right direction. That's fine. Every generation has somebody that's got to pick up the slack and try and push in, you know, the right direction. That's all fine. But our generation has to make everything, like, they, they have to keep up with the latest fad. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's always been the case, though. Latest fad, cars. Let's go out and buy one. My Model T, look at this. I can move stuff quickly <laughs> and easily. But see, I can understand that. But a fucking fidget spinner? Yeah, bro. Calms my nerves. Keeps me focused. You know, <laughs> did I tell you about the gunny I had back up in Beaufort that had one? No shit. Man was like 35 years old, and he's giving a brief to the entire fucking squadron, and he's out there just flicking this thing. <laughs> it's so distracting. Well, I'm standing there at attention. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You have to be at attention. Meanwhile, he's at ease with a fucking fidget spinner. Yeah, he, he's just walking up and down, talking to us, flicking this thing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> it's these stupid little dumb things that just... And then, of course, our challenges. The the challenges that our generation continues to come up with. Ice bucket challenge. Okay, to be fair, the ice bucket challenge semi-started off as a good thing. How? Nobody actually did i mean it raised awareness yeah as like either dump water on your head or donate to the als you got two options i made a video and dumped water on my head i did that too <laughs> it, we, it raised awareness though we went to some lengths to get out of donating money well then uncle sam didn't pay me that much so i mean what do you want i like bill gates video he uh dumped water on his head a very creative way he engineered a, like a, a pull string pulley system <laughs> to like dump the ice water on his head but then he was all like also i'm done donating to als too <laughs> <laughs> and see like that you know that that was playful that was fun i could understand that and now here we are like what that that challenge was 2013 or 14 yeah some years ago i don't know all right so here we are in 2018 and we're eating fucking Tide Pods. Oh, God, you're right. We've declined. <laughs> I mean, Tide Pod Challenge. <laughs> but Don't eat Tide Pods. Don't eat Tide Pods. Or do. What do I care? But, like, is it, is it, like, is it raising awareness for anything aside from the fact that Tide Pods tide. are bad for you? Use Tide. <laughs> Tide gets your clothes cleaner. Is there anything else? Like, any, what if like, this whole thing was started by Tide to uh, like push their products? Free advertisement. They pull all commercials. They're like, we're out. No money on advertising. Social media has taken over. <laughs> but see, another thing with our generation is the fads only last like what, maybe a month or two at the max. We have a short attention span. Nobody even talks about fidget spinners anymore. And that was like six months ago. I know that was like. 
That was the biggest thing. You'd go down to the fucking mall or down to the movie theaters or something, and you see the little fucking teens out there with their fucking vapes and, and their, their fucking spinners. <laughs> and I'm just like, did you see the Bluetooth ones that connect to your phone and play music while they spin? What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Yeah, technology, man. What the fuck is America coming to? Like eating Tide Pods? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Driving muscle cars. That's fine. That that's the American way. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That that is what Americans have always done. You know what? The American way is now vaping and fidget spinners and Tide Pods. You know, I'm a firm believer that if we just go ahead and drop a bomb on the fault line out in California, Arizona Bay, and we go ahead and wipe out South California, a lot of this shit will disappear. Uh, then we have like worse shit coming from New York and stuff, and nobody wants to do that stuff. People angry, just shouting all the time. Man, get out of my way. That's fine. This is my fucking fidget spinner. Don't fucking touch it. This is Florida. We have the stand your ground law. Let angry New Yorkers come down here. They can't even own guns up there because they let those rights go out the window. Oh, man. You get so many people in such a tight, compact area. You should probably take their guns away because you're going to have a higher rate of people fucking snapping. Here, we're pretty relaxed. Traffic is bad, though, but, you know. We probably have a higher drive-by shooting rate. Just because traffic is fucking the worst in the country in this state, in Florida. I don't know. California is pretty bad, too. Well, I've never driven in California, but I've heard horror stories about um, L.A. and all the basically parking lot that they call the interstate. Yeah, I had to cut through L.A., even though Chip told me not to, but... Cut through... Yeah, no, there's no cutting through L.A. I know I there's no cutting through. That's what I'm saying. Like, my, my my fucking GPS took me straight through L.A., but there was no going straight through, like... Fuck the GPS, bro. I deliver pizzas for a living, and I can tell you something. I rely on the GPS a lot, but fuck the navigation system on the <laughs> GPS. Look at it. Look at your map like a fucking normal person and calculate your own your own route we learn these skills in elementary school and you're gonna let a computer tell you how to fucking drive no oh it doesn't tell me how to drive it just tells me where to drive yeah (laughs) well navigating is a huge part of driving don't surrender to the device man keep your autonomy yeah, I can't you... stand. I can't stand people that use navigation on GPS. <laughs> and I'll use it if I'm if I'm like eating or something and I can't like pay attention or like I forgot to look at the map. And I'll rely on it. It's a great tool sometimes, but every fucking time you go somewhere, that's ridiculous, man. Turn that shit off and develop your own sense of direction. Let me see. Ah. The only times I use it is when I'm going to a new place. Like when when I was out there with Indian River, after I memorized the route I was taking, that, that was all I needed. And right, but, I didn't use it anymore. Right. You only need to use it once. Maybe twice if you're a dumbass. You know? But when you're on, like, what was that? It was like a 26-hour drive because I was going from Tennessee down to Texas and then over to California and then up to Oregon. Man, I hate when they tell you to get in a certain lane, <laughs> especially if you're on a highway. You don't fucking tell me how to drive! <laughs> You fucking tell me how to live my life. Man, I don't need that shit. Look, you get, you got a GPS. You got a map, right? Look at it, and you can, if you're, especially if you're taking a long road trip, you're going to stay in the same interstate for, you know, 100 miles at a time, pretty much, on average, Yeah. before you switch off to another one. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Look for your exit, and, you know, look at your mileage, you know, calculate, okay, when I get, you know, 100 miles from here, 
open my eyes for the next exit that I'm looking for. But no, no, people leave that navigation on. Man, my stepdad does that. It bugs the shit out of me. Every time we go to like Tennessee or something, we're taking a family road trip, it, he'll keep it on. Like, well, not even the phone one, one that's like mounted on the dash. Oh, yeah. And that bitch will not shut up. <laughs> She'll be like, you're on the fastest route. Continue straight. <laughs> like, no thanks. No, <laughs> no shit. Thank you. But see, that. I, I feel like. We were we were advanced, but at the same time very hindered by the explosion of the uh, technological advances that were made in the earlier stages of our fucking generation. Oh, it's all growing pains, yeah. you know. We got all this shit, and don't we don't even know what to do with it? Like, I heard somewhere I don't even remember. Somebody else had to like somebody will have to fact check this, but I heard that. Like, the technology that we're capable of is more advanced than what they actually release to the public. Oh, yeah. They well, even throttle the iPhones because they mm-hmm. want people to go out and buy the next one. They don't release it all. Mm-hmm. They keep us kind of dumbed down. We're, we're, we're some, like, 15, 20 years actually ahead of what we're experiencing now. And we're just, we just don't have access to it as common people. The ones that have all of the money and so-called power are the ones that... Well, that's the thing, because there there's even, um, there's engines out there that... Tesla, um, Tesla just made a semi-truck that's going to put all fucking mm-hmm. trucker manufacturers out of business, like, hundreds of miles to the gallon. Yeah. And still have enough power to haul tons. But that's... I mean, that right there, it's it's a double-edged blade because, yes, I can understand having a more efficient truck, but at the same time, those are now jobs. And speaking from recently job hunting, twice over now, I know how hard it is to find a job, and I'm thankful just to be working right now. So if, you know, I ran a company and there was a threat of somebody, you know, coming out here and being like, hey... You're now obsolete. Your whole company is fucking so. gone. I don't think so. I don't think it's threatening jobs because it's opening up more. Think about it. If you have uh, an easier and cheaper way of shipping something across the country, think about how easy it would be to grow, to grow the industry of anything. Really, you know, we're limited by how much we can transport. And when we open that up, it opens up more jobs. We can transport more things and hit this level where we're growing and building and creating new energy efficient you know, my issue with that, advanced things. My issue with that is that along with the more advanced, more efficient trucks that they're developing, they're also starting to push the self-driving trucks. And much like most of the airstrikes overseas right now ran from drones, some airboy over here with a joystick, mm-hmm. you know, sitting safe in states, dropping bombs over there by drones, someday soon, probably, you know, in my, in our generation. I'm going to be out of a job. I can, I'll no longer be able to drive trucks because they're going to be like, yeah, uh, this computer does your job for you. Now I know how my dad felt when he was working in the factory and they're like, hey, we got this machine that does your job like 10 times faster and 100 times better. So That's why I want to go work on a farm. People are always going to need food. Yeah, until they develop machines for that. Yeah, but, you know, who makes the machines? Yeah. Eventually, I'm sure it'll be like the movie Wally. We're all just blobs of fat and bone <laughs> and chairs being moved around. And We're already getting belts. close to there. That is true. You got the people out there on those um, 
You you remember the late night commercials about uh what was it the hover scooter or whatever? Mm-hmm. And it, hover around. Yeah, hover around. That's what it was. And yeah. now you go you go out in public and you see it everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, like you go to Walmart. All right, there ain't no way that woman there can't walk. All right, she's just too damn lazy, and you can tell because she's got an extra like four or five hundred pounds on her. Yeah, but luckily those people don't reproduce. Email. If they do, their kids aren't going to, you know, they'll die out. might take some generations, but I mean, there's no debating that we're moving towards a more um, genetically perfect breed of humans. It's just naturally evolving. I'm not talking any Hitler shit. I'm saying that we are improving our genes. You know, evolution doesn't stop at us, dude. Yeah. No, no, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, what they, um, I think, uh, I got to remember where I read it. Was it on Reddit? <laughs> no, it wasn't on Reddit. But um, they were saying by, uh, I think it was like 2050 or 2060 or something. Or no, no. Um, 2090 to uh, the year 3000, we're supposed to like, there. there's not going to be minorities. It, the world's going to be so, yeah, so. We'll all be the same race. Yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, it's going to be interesting to... Uh, I mean, I doubt that we'll live that long because, uh, you know, our generation's fucking stupid, so. Yeah. But our generation is also really advanced in some ways. Medicine, you know. Uh, I read somewhere that I predicted life expectancy is now 110 years old or something for our generation. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. But see, Buckle your seatbelt, bro. You're in for a long haul. Medicine's another, another double-edged sword because it... <laughs> Keeps the stupid people around longer. Yes, exactly. Because guess what? If I decide that I want to eat a Tide Pod, if somebody <laughs> gets me to the fucking hospital fast enough, you're I'm going to survive. But you're probably not going to eat another Tide Pod. No, but I'm definitely going to probably reproduce. And guess what? Those stupidity genes are going to carry on to the next generation. Oh, man, because you know the fucking person that's stupid enough to fuck you has some terrible genes, too. Yeah. They'll all die out eventually, man. But that's another fun fact that uh, I recently read is um, that uh, right now there's a, a noticeable increase in uh, people with lower IQs. Like I don't want to say mass reproducing, but they're having more children mm-hmm. than the uh, higher intellectual people are. Now with me, I'm I'm just pretty sure that I got shit luck. And that, uh, I think about the quality of children. Those kids are going to live to be stupid, but the intellectuals, when they do have kids, one or two, they put more effort into raising them and raise them fucking, you know, better with more morals and values. Yeah, if they survive our generation. Yeah, but those would be the elite, you know, the people that, you know, run the country now were part of, you know, that. I mean, you got to think the people that are in the 1% that you always hear fucking people talking about. Gotta be goddamn intelligent, man. Raised from a good family with good morals, with a, a hell of an education. We're we're getting ahead of ourselves on some of these uh, words that you're attaching good to, because uh, you know my view on the elites of today. What is that? Uh, I don't believe there is any good in any of them, and uh, I personally believe that they were born into the right family that had the right amount of influence, and put them in positions of power to continue it's like um i can't remember if it's been proven or not or if it's still considered a conspiracy but every president 
is uh, related. Oh, yeah, but I mean, a lot of us are related to each other. Oh, well, yeah. Lineage, but yeah, they're all like cousins or something. They're all, they share the same bloodline in, in a sense. I remember reading that somewhere, too. Yeah. Actually, I think you, you and I have talked about it before. Grab me a white oak. I want to try one. I just want one. I ain't worried about that. If I were anybody else, I'd be bitching at myself. <laughs> That's why I need to have a commercial button. Just flip a switch, oh, and I can God. take a 30, 40 second break. But, um... My biggest thing... Is if our... If our generation uses the knowledge that we have thanks to the advances in technology that we've recently, you know, experienced just in our generation properly, then, you know, yeah, you, you could definitely raise your kids to be something better. And I mean, today I, I was thinking about it because um, I, I saw a Tesla on the road and I started thinking about, you know, what's going to happen in 10, 15 years when I'm out of a job because they don't need truck drivers anymore. And then one of the guys that I work with, he's a fourth generation truck driver. And I'm like, well, this ain't a skill I can pass down to my kid. What the fuck am I going to teach him? Wow. Driving is a skill that needs to be taught, though. Well, yes, I absolutely agree. I mean, if you look over in Germany, the reason that they can have the Autobahn over there is because the mass amount of courses and everything they have to go through to get their driver's license. Hmm. Shit, here in Florida, you're well aware. I didn't take any of the pre-tests. Oh, it's bullshit, man. You have to answer 17 questions. That's it. I 17 questions, and you got to, like, ride with somebody, and they tell you to break and turn. This is good as fuck. Yeah. That White Oak, hi, uh, the High Lie White Oak variant, I'd say wonderful take on High Lie. It's aged in White Oak barrels. Yeah, holy fuck. It only comes out once a year, about this time, around January. But, um, yeah, no, for my pre-test, for my permit and everything, Michael took the test for me. And then I just went down there, got my, uh, got my permit, and then... You know, I learned how to drive on my own, and then when it came time for me to get my license, I went there, passed the test, and... Yeah, they sit in, in the passenger seat, and they tell you to brake, and use yeah. your turn signal, and, yeah. and, and accelerate, and change lanes, and then it's like, okay, you passed. Even, like, you, you only have to do, I think you can miss, like, four of them, and there's, like, ten things they ask you to do. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's so bad. And it, it, it's just... Yes, <clears throat> driving is a skill that needs to be taught, but it's not like, you know, one day I can look at my kid and be like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to drive an 18-wheeler, so maybe one day, you know, you can carry this on if that's something that you want to do. I think there will always be human drivers. Yes, there are. I, I, I believe that in some form, I mean, even the drones, even though he's, you know, he's piloting it and but stuff. He's still piloting it. Yeah, there, there's still a human behind it. These and, 360 cameras now, man... You can get a, a, it's actually going to transition into what I want to do for the podcast, but I'll finish my point real quick, is they have these 360 cams that can actually um, transmit VR environments. So basically, you've seen those pictures on Facebook where you take your phone and you move your phone around yep. and you can see, you know, you can actually put your phone into a set of goggles yep. and look, move your head around and basically just look around an environment. VR porn is amazing. Really? Yeah, I've never 
experience that. I had to try it. I haven't yet, anyway. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, all right? It's worth it. What I want to do for the podcast is when I do eventually do uh, transition to video podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm always going to keep the audio format, but I'm going to do video podcasts too and put them on YouTube or whatever. Um, I'm going to put a 360 cam in the middle of the table. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to hold off and that's going to be my goal. Instead of putting in money into any other camera, 360 cam right in the middle of the table, picks up everything. Somebody can wear it with a, the VR and they can look around, you know, look right in the middle. They're in the middle of the environment and they're <laughs> basically right there with us. I feel like in that situation, we need to, uh, we, we need to make sure that, you know, the area is clear and, uh incriminating things don't don't appear on the video hide the bong <laughs> you can't say bomb on a plane bomb on a plane great now the nsa is listening <laughs> in <laughs> well welcome to good clean talks nsa <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> buy my soap it's great it'll get you clean goodcleangoods.com now the nsa is looking at my business <laughs> more views than i had <laughs> <laughs> there you go Oh man, no! Like, just just the past week working and driving around and stuff, and uh, I don't I don't know. It's kind of euphoric in a way because if you think about it, since I've been home, aside from riding around with you and Tim and Chip occasionally, like I haven't really experienced how much things have changed since I left. And like today, I was driving down the four twenty nine, and you know what I realized. That entire like back half that takes me out to uh, Kelly Park Road. Oh shit, the new part. Yeah, that that all just used to be a field and a forest. Like I, I never even knew it existed. Yeah. And like I'm driving down the road and I'm looking around. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then I started thinking about it because uh, today I also realized just how brittle concrete is, and I was like. What's going to happen in a hundred years when all this starts to deteriorate? Like Return to the sand if we don't keep rebuilding. How do you like... Everything gets washed to sea. It's the course of the world. Always has, always will. Until we develop anti-gravity platforms and uh, <laughs> have floating cities, which is coming. Jetsons. Well, that's not, you know, far-fetched. If you look at the work that they're doing at CERN... Yeah. Don't get me started on CERN. Well, actually, it, I'm interested to hear what uh what new things you've heard. So, well, I'll just say that anti gravity, like platforms, we can create anti gravity and actually develop things that hover. If you know, we build a high rise because everything is still got to be supported with weight. And you got a platform. You build a high rise on the platform, build ten floors of that, and then put another anti gravity platform. We can have a floating city, you know, 300 stories high that can move and avoid natural disasters. I think eventually we're all pretty much going to end up living in that. That's great. It's a great concept. My counter for that is terrorism. Well, we're talking a couple hundred years away. And I think if... if um. Islam doesn't, you know, oh, no, no, succeed no, no. in taking over the world. Don't, don't, then don't get it twisted because I'm not, I'm not talking about Islam. What I'm talking about is 
the the general dislike and hatred that human beings naturally feel it's gonna get bred out people it's gonna get bred out you think so yeah you think violence is gonna get bred out too because slowly but surely yes you know actually that that's a good point because um when where was i reading it at our generation, like not not just our generation. Well, it's starting to really show in our generation, but the the past few generations, the brains have been getting smaller, but more and efficient. Exactly, because it's not a form of regression. It's the brain shedding the extra mass that, like, okay, if, instead of firing a neuron between point A and Z and going through all the other letters. It's just going straight A to Z, and we're cutting out, you know, some of the bullshit. It's just becoming more efficient, more rapid firing, more uh, uh, abundance of neurotransmitters, and less routes that they have to take. That, but another big reason for the reduction in mass is due to the fact that the the survival skills and instincts and stuff like that. Oh, we don't need that shit no more. Exactly. It's it's being bred out because of the way the world is. Now, you know, God forbid some kind of, like, extinction-level event happens well, or something, and then we need those, and then guess what? The human race dies out. You know, do you think it's possible to breed that out to a fault? To where we just become so comfortable that we forget tigers are bad, and we just kind of get destroyed? I don't know. That That's why I don't... I don't feel okay with the thought of violence being bred out of our nature because however people view it, I believe that violence at the end of the day it's is primal. It, it's a key instinct when it comes to your fight or flight. All right. And the, the more prone to violence you are, the more prone you are to fight and survive rather than fly and maybe survive. Well, Yeah. I don't know. It might not be brought out completely. Whatever is needed will remain, you know, but obviously it'll be changed. It's not because where we're at now fighting each other, that's ingrained from primate shit, you know, and we're moving out of that. We're still evolving. So I think that whatever violence is left, you know, like getting out those primal urges and, you know, things like the UFC and uh, mixed martial arts and all that. I think that's going to remain a thing because people get in tune with their spirituality through these uh, moving meditations, you know. Well, another uh, another thing that I throw out there is think about think about future sp- uh, space exploration. It's moving and it's being privatized. It's out of the hands of the government, and that's Thank God. yeah, man. Look, look, what is it they say? The postal service is the only thing the government's done right. And that's barely oh, shit. Barely right. I'd rather use like FedEx, you yeah. know. <laughs> but the the point I'm getting at is, you know, in the future with space exploration, because you you and I both are firm believers that we are by no means alone. No, hell no. Hell no. If you so, believe that, you're naive. If you know, we we become a docile, you know, population well, and all we, of a sudden we encounter a violent alien race. Well, I think that our primal urges will be transformed, you know, not so much that we would rather fight each other. We would be more of a a, a unit functioning as one, but our urges will be trans. Right. That's what I was thinking, you know, more of the hive mind, more connected. But are those urges of, of 
self-preservation will become like the Carl Jung um, collective unconscious. We're all part of that. It will still exist within us. However, our sense of defense and protection and preservation will be transformed into technology and technological advances that will protect us against outsiders as in maybe another alien race coming to take our gold or whatever the fuck they want from us our dna or some shit (laughs) really i think that what may potentially come down the line is uh more along the lines of independence day where they wanted to come and cipher our core i think that once any civilization okay so if we're, we're not alone in the universe let's just let's just say that's a fact okay you got to think these civilizations go through an evolution process and they go through a lot of time to get to the point in technology where they're able to make contact and attack that period of evolution could very well breed out that sense of uh, uh, what's the right word Uh, evil antagonistic desires it could breed that out of them we get to that point we have to become so together as humans to get to a certain point the less the, the less violence we hold in our hearts the more we achieve thus with us the same as other civilizations so when we get to that point these other civilizations have already passed that and the only living organisms in the universe that have the ability to communicate with each other already have a sense of unity and love within themselves so when they come to us you know there might be a little bit of turbulence but eventually it would come to the point where we accept ourselves as living entities close to divinity and come together with whatever can make contact with us i think when it comes down to our evolution to that point there's going to be a make or break moment because the only way that we're going to get to the point that you're talking about, the only way that I can actually see it happening is if there was a complete and absolute total trust globally. Like there, there were no secrets, nobody, you know, the governments weren't hiding anything for public safety and stuff like that. I know, I know. I'm just saying like, because you know, the, the main reason people like me, hold on to, you know, we we hold so close to our guns and stuff like that is because at any given time, how many things do you believe that the government covers up on a daily basis? Oh, man. They don't have to tell us anything. But see, that that that's, that's not right. As the American people, the government is employed by us, for us. Therefore... We're entitled to everything that happens. We are entitled to the freedom of information, but... Meanwhile, you got people sitting in their high chairs, their high offices, saying they're not entitled to shit. Because knowledge is power. And they want it. Yeah. And until that whole whole thought process gets bred out of us, there's always going to be friction and conflict. There's always going to be a group that's like, well, I can't trust you. And they're like, well, I can't trust you. Well, we're destroying the barriers now with the internet. All is on the table. All cards, man. NSA can see everything. Won't be long before we can see everything the NSA can. We can all see into each other's lives if we so desire. And that will be the ultimate intimacy between 
human beings. It's kind of creepy. It, it is creepy and also liberating because there's no more secrets and therefore there will be no more shame. Look, I like to jack off in peace, all right? That's the only time I need alone time. Peace and love, bro. Let me watch you. <laughs> back to back. All right. No <laughs> eye contact. Back to back. It's oh, good. I'm staring right in your eyes, bro. <laughs> but no, like there there are things like, um. all right, right before I came over here, I just, I randomly clicked on something on Netflix, right? Just just to watch something while I was eating dinner and whatnot. And um, Don't lie, you were jacking off. No, no, no. I, I, I actually did that while I was on the road. You ever jacked off in a semi going 70 miles an hour down the turnpike? No, but I've it's jacked off driving. It's exhilarating. Yeah. But, um, no, the biggest, uh, the biggest thing. All right, so these guys, um, it was a treasure hunter who funded an archaeological. A what? Uh, a treasure hunter. Okay. Who funded an archaeological dive to uh, find this ancient. Like a ship, buried treasure, pretty much, lost treasure. Well, what it came down to was in the, the second century, there was uh, this man, I, I can't remember his name, I'm sure I could easily Google it, but um, he had built the largest man-made ship in that time, and he traveled the entire globe collecting treasures. Oh, like, shit. That, that was his thing, like he was collecting treasures, and then off the African coast, his ship hit a storm and it sank. But they recovered those treasures. I mean, they were there were these solid gold things. They were Egyptian, Mayan, Chinese stuff like that. No, it was ridiculous. But that's insane. I want to know his name. Oh, oh, give me. I'll pause. I'll pause so it's seamless. All right, give me a second. So no results, huh? Yeah. No, we 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 can resume, and I can. uh, The uh, the main point that I was getting at by bringing that up, though is um the treasure hunter was like hey i don't want anybody to know about this we need to haul it up right now because he funded the expedition so he could find treasure and make money off it right Mm -hmm. and then the archaeologist was like no we can't fucking tell anybody about this we need to keep it a secret as long as we can until we can get it pulled up and in a secure location so it can be put in a museum so at that moment there was some friction there and then each of them started doing something differently. Like, they they started hiding things from each other. Kind of like a, have you seen National Treasure? Yes. Like that situation. Yes, because they, they had, you know, different goals in mind. Okay, I can understand that. But when it came down to it, at the end of the day, they were both after the same thing. They wanted to find this lost treasure, which they did. The only difference is, instead of selling it like he wanted to, it ended up in a museum, you know, via donation and whatnot. But most of it, anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> no, there were. There he, were he, he can't say he didn't pocket something for himself. There were um, supposedly documented on that ship. There were a hundred pieces, oh. and there are holy shit, the lizards alive. Oh, here he is. Tim hey, the sweetie, daddy's home. Tim the intern in the flesh. <laughs> but um the there were 15 or um Yeah, there were 15 pieces that they didn't get and the only reason they didn't get them is because they were off the reef on the drop off and where the show cut off, they were going to come back after winter and go back and get the rest of those pieces. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened after that. I'll actually have to do the research, but 
my my whole point going into that is you can't leave them hanging. You got to do the research and talk about it next I time. I will do the research because now I'm actually interested because I didn't actually get to finish watching it because I came over here. But um, if any information got released, you know, when it came to the freedom of information, the only thing that I have interest in is the Vatican archives. Oh yeah. I don't I don't give a fuck what the US government's doing, all right? I don't care because that's only two hundred and you know, like forty three years old. All it's right? a product of the Vatican if you think about it. Yeah. yeah Go back no, to the I, source and you find out that's all bullshit, everything else crumbles. Well, I mean that's the Catholic Church for you, but that's that's my main thing because it's it's rumored that the Vatican actually has you know, archive records of like the existence of Jesus Christ in his life and other things like um, the supposed spot where Moses's ship, you know, actually settled and landed and stuff like that. And, you know, they, the, it's, it's theorized. You mean, you mean Noah? Yeah. What I said, Moses. Yeah. Fuck. You're that's, right. That's like, yeah. like, that's like the yeah. most common, like, no. yeah, you're right. up. Yeah. You're right. Though. Yeah. Noah. <laughs> but, um, fucking it's, <laughs> you said butt fucking. Oh, butt fucked him. Where's that bitch at? Uh, he just, oh, here he is. He's still alive. But uh, it's, good, it's good to know he didn't die. I know? told you I drug my nuts across his face. He was still warm and breathing. Oh, well, it looks like he licked it off. I don't see any cheese on his face. Yeah, was it good, Tim? Oh, he's not talking. <laughs> but um, it's theorized that the Vatican archives actually has all of the recorded data that we need to prove not only biblical facts, but historical facts. You want to jump in, Tim? Uh, no. I'll set you up a microphone if you want. Well, you go fuck yourself, too. It's not like I get to see you every day. Oh, man, he just whipped his dick out. Oh, put it away, Tim! Jesus Christ! Oh, my eyes. Mm. I'm sorry, go ahead. Make them balls dance. All right, I don't know how to recover <laughs> any recovering from that, but I'm, I'm trying to let you get your point out. The point is... That <laughs> don't give me the point again, Daddy. <laughs> oh, I want to come. I want to come. <laughs> this, this, folks, is what's wrong with our generation. We get swifty way too often. Let me whip out my fidget spinner. <laughs> Are you gonna take your pants off and poop on the floor too? Oh, why do that when I can just shit my pants? What's your <laughs> point, bro? Spit it up. My point is that until information like that is open and free to the public there is not going to be a basis of trust to build the kind of community and population that you believe that we can eventually be we should all just wear gopros all the time eh, i mean yes but there are still questions about the past that need to be answered why because by understanding the past we can understand the mistakes that we've made and avoid making those in the future to better progress our fucking civilization. What if their mistakes were moving forward while looking backwards? What if we instead look forward solely? I feel there are too many people out there that have the curiosity about where we came from. It's interesting. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a very sexy thought of uncovering all the secrets of the past. But what about creating the future? Well, that's why our generation as much as I hate to say it, has a healthy split. Well, not even a healthy split or a healthy divide. It is, uh... We, we have 
<clears throat> healthy groups that have formed within our generation that have, you know, their own separate interests, i.e., you know, people progressively trying to move forward in the areas of, like, you know, green energy and stuff like that, then other people trying to raise gender neutrality awareness. I'm using air quotes because it's fucking stupid, but that's my opinion. I'm entitled to it, so if you disagree, you can go fuck yourself, whatever. Um, and then, you know, there's people like me that are just very curious about the past and where we came from, but at the same time, I'm curious about the stars. I mean, inevitably, that's where we came from. We're, we're stardust. So by understanding our past, we may be able to find something, especially with today's technology, to unlock certain secrets that may help us broaden our horizon when it comes to looking at the stars. Yeah, it'd be interesting to discover that there was an advanced civilization in the past, which there's some evidence. You know, I'm, I'm over here, like, fucking criticizing you, but at the same time, I've done a lot of research, and I've come across some very promising evidence that there was a, you know, maybe not as advanced as we are, but a more, For its time. more advanced civilization than we thought if not more spiritually in tune, more able to see things. Like uh, uh, the idea of Atlantis, you know, it's funny that 12,000, what, what was it? Some 12,900 years ago, there, um, it was like when Plato said that the city of Atlantis fell, because that's where we first hear of it, I think. Right. Um, there was a cataclysm in North America. There was a comet that hit the northern part which is what wiped out our uh large mammals because if you look if you think about it every other continent has gigantic like mammals elephants, elephants and, and rhinos and, and shit yep. right except for north america all of our big shit died we've got well, so we have mooses well that's not that's not that big i mean that's probably as large as it gets for us yeah probably you know it We've got evidence of, of nano diamonds being spread about the continent, which means that something basically kicked up a lot of fucking dirt and it was really fucking hot and spread them all out at the same time because it's the same layer of sediment. We've got evidence of mass floods and desert environments, which means a comet or a meteor had to have hit a glacier. That's the only fucking explanation. And if you have a glacier sitting on top of a continent, think about how much weight is pushing down on the Earth's crust. And look, if, if you push down on something, something is going to be relieved somewhere else, right? Or if you relieve something... Well, that's like the Mariana Trench. If you relieve something in one place, something is going to sink somewhere else. Yeah. Like, like. So a civilization literally could have fallen into the ocean. Same time, this cataclysm... These nano diamonds, the rainfall, the sediment layers, the the what do you call it? Geology shows it. Plato talks about Atlantis falling. They line up at the same time. I mean the the biggest because you, you know just like you, I'm I'm a firm believer that Atlantis was a real place and for its time. It I'm not was, necessarily a firm believer. Well, but I think that there's evidence that shows that we're missing some things in our history. I believe that Atlantis was an island that was in between uh, North America sitting in the Atlantic side of the ocean. Oh, Tim, shut up! 
Quit your slithering around, bitch. You hear him in there. I hope that edits out when I in post. Flicking his <laughs> tongue. Wiggling his tail. So Atlantis was an island. Well, yes, because uh, if if you look at the descriptions of Atlantis and everything, almost every description, if not all descriptions, describe it as an island nation. Right. And it would make sense, you know, if, if a comet... Depending on how close Atlantis was to North America and whatnot, if a comet were to hit North America, especially a glacier and stuff like that, it would definitely cause sea levels to rise, earthquakes, tsunamis, and stuff like that. And depending on how large and above sea level the island was, it's very likely that that island just sunk. Yep, fell into the fucking ocean. Yeah. And I mean, just like we've discussed, it's also very likely that because of how advanced those people were, they knew something was coming, and they jumped ship and left. Yeah, man. I think it was psychedelics. I think they were they were eating plants, like ayahuasca, and they were talking to entities, maybe talking to alien civilizations through channeling or what have you, and I think that they were clued in. Uh, it, it could be quite possible that in some shamanistic ritual or some type of form of meditation, the elders or whoever found the knowledge that their city was about to be sunk. And they built ships, arcs. There are flood stories even in the Bible. Yeah. And when you pass things down through a long time, you know, things can get kind of twisted. Maybe somebody there talked to God or an alien or some shit, and they built a boat. And when I say talk to alien, I don't mean like face-to-face. Through mm-hmm. their, through their like meditation practices. You know, the people claim the channel even today. But they could have built the ships, ent up in um, different places around the world where archaeological sites don't make a whole lot of sense, like uh, Gobekli Tepe. The older parts of these ruins, which were deliberately buried, are actually built in a more sophisticated manner. And the quality was lost over time, which suggests somebody came there with a high level of knowledge and built some shit. And they died, and their teachings kind of like you know dwindled. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they they knew a whole lot because they had a high education, and they weren't able to pass along because they were maybe just one or two people coming in a boat. You got pyramids popping up, Egypt, uh, uh, Antarctica, the other, the other side of the world, Antarctica. Really? No shit. You haven't heard about that? No. Yeah, there are satellite Hold images. On. Hold on. Let's do a part two. Okay. Let's let's wrap this one up. And let's just start it again. I like to keep them at an hour, so we'll just do two in a row. All right, that's fine. All right. Yeah. He'll finish his point in the next podcast, so you best listen to both. Yeah. Actually, this is about to get pretty pretty good if you want to hear getting, the rest. It's getting better. <laughs> it's We're getting drunker, so it could be getting worse. Actually, speaking <laughs> of which. I got you. Yeah. Actually, we might want to make a store run. No, no. It's, yeah, we'll figure that out in the in-between, but... Well, this was Good Clean Talks. Oh, it still is. Keep listening. Just hit the next episode. Uh, Yeah, namaste and shit.